Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Oh yes, Lord, on any given day, at any given time, I choose you. Planet Shakers, this afternoon, right here on Spectrum. Right now, time to connect with my guest, uh, Melvery Adams. I'm so excited. I met him through uh, one of my fellow uh, colleagues. Her name is Jenna Lee. And you know... She was so kind <laughs> to connect me with Melvery. Melvery, welcome to Spectrum. And how are you doing this afternoon? Uh, thank you very much, Mpo. I'm doing great. Feeling blessed. Uh, I'm blessed to have you here. And uh, now, just to um, introduce you correctly to our listeners, you are an award-winning journalist. You're also an author. And you also have such a powerful story uh, behind you recovering, you know, as an alcoholic. And we look forward to your sharing this afternoon and, and to hear what God has been doing in your life. So we really look forward to, to hear you minister to us. Um, now, take me through your journey as someone who battled with alcohol. And would you say there were issues uh, that made you, uh, you know, to, to just go through that journey? Yes, it, uh, it started very early for me. It, initially, I was a, very, a sporting person. I was very active in sport. Okay. In my younger days. But as I grew older and I, I moved to a different province, Cape Town, things became a bit hectic. Hmm. I think it was, yes, maybe the adjustment. It was also the turbulent 80s when, 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 uh, you know, our our country exploded, you know, during the struggle years. Uh, and I, I think a combination of all these issues uh, led to me becoming a bit disjointed. Hmm. Sure. But, but then what's some, what are some of the things that really happened to you during that time? Were you in, always in trouble? Uh, you know, what, what are some of the things that, uh, that made you realize that you have a problem with alcohol? And what was the last straw when you decided that, you know, I, I think it's time to quit and I think I need help? Yes, I, I, I didn't like the guy in the mirror anymore, the person in the mirror. Mm. It was me. Sure. And I I was actually disillusioned with life in itself, but mostly with my choices, my deeds, and my actions, mm. you know. Mm. The things I did at that stage, the fact that I became a, an absent father. Sure. Uh, yeah. And I had a meltdown, a psychological meltdown, which led to me trying to take my own life in Johannesburg. Sure. Hmm. I'm listening. So, so the, for me, I, I started as, as a kid with no knowledge of life, actually. Yeah. I grew up with my, with pair, with, my my uncle, my then with the sister, then with the aunt, then with the brother, and I, I was actually a rolling stone that gathered no moss, hmm. and it became the theme of my life. Where there was no solid base, family structure, where I could be taught the things that mattered in life, hmm. and 
I went through life searching most of the time. I felt like an outsider searching for answers yeah. that I never seemed to find. Hmm. But the answer was there for me, but I chose not to to opt for that obvious answer. Yeah. God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was looking for worldly answers. And obviously my so-called intellect, I depended a lot on my so-called intellect, that I would be able to solve this predicament, predicament that I found myself in. But it never happened that way. Until I admitted that I was powerless over my addiction and that my life had, life had become unmanageable. Mm. And that only a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. Sure. And that power greater than myself was God. Amen. Hmm. And only and only when I when I made a decision to turn my world and my life over to the care of God, that is when everything changed. Sure. Powerful. And I and I suddenly became open and open minded to new things, not my own thinking. But his will, not my will, you understand? Yeah. That, that was a new dimension for me. Mm. Sure. And while talking about that, you know, how have you seen God in all of this? You know, what are some of the things that you've seen God doing in you, through you, during this time while he was restoring you? The, the amazing thing for me first was to get my family the broader family, yeah, and my children back in my life. Sure, that was the big. That was the biggest miracle for me. That's beautiful. Yes, mm. some of some of my kids are still struggling to come to terms with this new guy. Mm. Mm. But, but, I'm a patient man. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I'm sure that they they will eventually realize that this is not. The same person that we used to know. Yeah. Hmm. That God has really done a lot of work in you. That you have really changed for the best. Absolutely. Sure. What message of encouragement would you give to someone listening this afternoon? There's someone probably out there somewhere or someone with a family member who's battling with drinking and perhaps they want to quit, but they don't know how to do it. What sort of message of advice would you give to someone battling with this as well? For me, the the, the key word is patience. Yeah. Patience with yourself. Because when you when you addicted, you believe that you are not worthy, hmm. that you you are a failure, you are useless. Sure. That's what most people make you believe you are useless. Hmm. But in real terms, you are actually ill. Hmm. You're a sick person. Yeah. And as soon as and as soon as I I discover that I'm not a bad person, but I'm actually sick. You know, yeah. That is when I managed to 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 get the 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 ability and the strength to forge ahead and and follow the steps of the recovery program that I that I attended. 
and gradually, I, I gradually progressed to God, towards God, yeah. and a relationship with God. But what I would like to implore younger people is that when you feel that glow, that alcohol, in my case, alcohol, I cannot speak on behalf of the people using the other drugs, although an addiction is an addiction, doesn't yeah. matter if you drink alcohol mm. or whether you use hard drugs. The key is when you feel the, when you feel that glow after you've taken the first drink, that should be a danger sign for you. Hmm. It doesn't happen to every person, but when you feel that glow and it creates a craving for more, sure, then it, there, should, there should be danger signs flashing all over the place. Hmm. That means that one drink won't be enough. What, sorry, one drink will be too much and a thousand won't be enough. Yeah. But the parents, if I may, the key is to use all the available tools, whether it's church, psychology, whether it's the AA program or NA programs, recovery, you can utilize a combination of all these tools available and be patient. It's the only way. I know it's tough to be patient within the edit. Yeah. But it's the only way, patient. Mm. And a commitment from the person, him or herself, mm. to change. If there's no commitment, there's no hope. Sure. Unfortunately, for yeah. such a person, yeah. Mm. True. If there is no commitment, there's no hope. Yes. Sure. And now I also know that you have a book out. You wrote about your experience in the book. Tell me more about it. Yes, the book is my it's my life story, basically. Okay. Where it started in Breitbach, in Williamstown. Uh And my journey through life and where I am today. Yeah. You know. Hmm. All the ups and downs and changes and rearranges. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Rearrangement. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's my old story, the whole, the whole, the full month, as they say. Sure. And there's a lot of insights into my journey mm. towards sobriety. Sure. And a life of serenity, peace, mm. and spiritual enlightenment. And growth. Beautiful, beautiful. And, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking this is a really a good story of of hope, a story that gives hope because, you know, there are a lot of people who really struggle with addiction, you know, Um, it might not be alcohol, but any other addiction, whether it's gambling or... Yeah. 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 Any other addiction, and and sometimes people feel like it's the end. You know, like they can't come out mm. of the hole. But I'm listening to you. Here you are, a man who says, "I've been there. I know how it feels like." Yeah. And and I've seen God taking me out of the addiction. And it's so, Absolutely. you know, it's so encouraging. It's such a powerful testimony for me. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. No. Continue. Okay. See me. For me, it, it started very late. And like I, I, I said to you, the issue of, of life orientation was mm. a, mess, a mess in my life. Sure. 
And I had to basically fill in the gaps. Huh. From age 10 when my mother died until I became, a, to, throughout my teenage years, until I became a full-blown adult. Yeah. There were there's life skills that went missing there. And I basically had to restart my life at age 49. Sure. From scratch. Imagine. That means hmm. if I can do it, anybody else can do it. Amen. Yes. Sure. At, at the age of 49. 49. Having to life, start please. all over again. Yes. And that's when I wrote the song, Blame It On Yourself. Hmm. Yeah, well, I had to take responsibility for my choices. Sure. And also, while touching on the issue of music, because I also know that you, you are an artist, gospel artist, yeah. have you always been, even during the times of your addiction, have you always been doing music, or was it only when your um, you know, life took a turn and you were doing, you were now dedicated in the things of the Lord that you started writing songs and singing, or has it always been there? No, it's an interesting question, because... No, I never wrote any songs before this. I used to sing in a band in my, in my hometown, yeah. Breitbach, okay. outside, outside corner. Okay. The band's name was The Starlights. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, no electricity in the generator, just fueling the music. Yeah. There was no electricity in the generator fueling the music for me. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had just a lead and a bass guitar and drums that made funny sounds because they were very old. But... Nothing was going to stop us from making music. Yeah. yeah. But I, it only, the, the lyrics, the, the ability to write only came after I started my recovery in, at age 49. Sure. Amazing. So in, in between, I, I had this uh, hiatus from music since my teenage years till age 49. Hmm. I only concentrated on my, on my profession as a journalist. Hmm. And that was it. Music was always saying, you know, I was always singing, even when I was not healthy, I was still singing. Yeah. I always had a song in my heart. Mm. But then suddenly, after I came from my second uh, rehabilitation center, I went for a walk in near Dale Johannesburg. I was staying with my cousin then. And then suddenly these words came into my head. And the world seems against you and your life seems disarray. Hmm. And playing it on yourself came and the words it just started to flow. And I sure. was typing up on my phone while walking. And suddenly when I got home, I had this whole song. Blame hmm. <laughs> it on yourself. And that was part of, you asked about miracles earlier. That is one of the great, big, big miracles mm. that, that came my way after I made that crucial decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. Amen. Sure. Now, Malvery, if the Riddle Pulpit listeners would like to get hold of you, keep in touch with you, how do we get you? Are you visible on social media? Do you have a ministry number we can contact you on? How do we get hold of you? You can contact me on, on, on I'm on Facebook. Okay. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter. Mezzo Beats, Mezzo Sounds. On, sorry, on Facebook is? Mezzo sound. How do you sp- can you please spell Mezzo that for me? 
M-E-double-Z-O sounds. M-E-double-Z sounds. That double Z-O sounds. Oh, double Z-O sounds. Okay, Mezzo oh. sounds on Facebook. Oh, oh my name, Alvary Adams. Okay. And on Twitter, it's Mezzo Beats. All right. And on Instagram, it's Malvary Adams. Okay. My name. Mm. Okay, because I'm thinking probably the listeners who are really inspired by your story and they just want to keep in touch with you or get hold of your book. So it's Mezzo Sounds on Facebook or Melvery Adams on Facebook, yes. right? They'll get yes, you. That's yes, and Melvery is spelled M A L V O R Y Adams. Melvery Adams. That's right, yeah. All right. Mary, I must say thank you so much for availing yourself uh, this afternoon. Um, for us, your story is really inspiring. You know, it's, it's a story of hope that say with God, all things are possible. For someone who feels like it, it, it won't happen for them, your story says it can. <laughs> you know, God is a God of impossibilities. Yes, yeah, absolutely, indeed. sure. So we wish you all the uh, all the best with your music journey as well, and yeah, well, we'll hear more from you in the future. Thank you very kindly. Oh, thank you thank so you much. Um, God Have bless. All right, amen. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All, All right. right. And my family, that was Melvery Adams, who is an award winning journalist, also an author. And this afternoon, he was sharing with us, um, you know, his journey being a recovering alcoholic, how he has seen God working in him, through him. And, you know, uh, he has written a book about his life story. And also, it's really encouraging because if, if you are listening this afternoon and, you, you know, you've been battling with, even if it's smallest things, you know, like being addicted to eating chocolate and you want to stop, you know, coffee. There are people who say, I was so addicted to coffee. I wanted to stop any other addiction, you know, watching too much TV, listening to wrong music, whatever it is. With God, all things are possible. If God was able to do it for him, God can do it for me and you too, you know, um, Nothing is hard for the Lord. So he is able, he's able in anything that we battle with, we must go back to God and say, God, this is this thing that's troubling me or that I'm struggling with. And I I believe you, God, for a breakthrough. I believe you, God, for healing. I believe that you will come through for me. And I love the fact that, you know, after he, 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 he just realized that he is sick, he has a problem. He says, you know, he started, um, you know, also getting his family back because he was an absent father. Alcohol had took him away from his children. And now he is a present father, you know, um, also because God did it for him, you know, even though he says some of his children are still struggling to accept the new change, but we believe, uh, we believe God, you know, we believe with him, we stand in the gap, we believe that God will restore the relationship between him and, 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 and the sons and daughters and the children. We believe that God will definitely do it for him. It's Malvery Adams on Facebook, M-A-L-V-O-R-Y Adams or Mezzo Sounds on Facebook, he says. Here is Melvary Adams with a beautiful song, Heaven's Veil. Do enjoy it. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 
074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique, and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.